0: Good morning. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. Tacos. It's Taco Tuesday again, guys. It's May the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm JD Walt, and this is your wake up call. Let's begin by turning the fullness of our attention to Jesus. Are you ready? Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. The title of today's entry is The Word of the Day and of Eternity. Our text is Romans 5, verses 7 and 8. Hear the word of the Lord. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. We've heard a lot of big words in Romans so far. Today we introduce a new word. So far in Romans, we've discussed the weighty concepts of sin and righteousness and faith and justification and mercy and peace and hope and circumcision and the heart and justice and judgment and law and atonement and repentance. And all of this is the stuff of the gospel. There is another word that brings all of these words together into the deep coherence of the gospel. That word, of course, is grace. But that's not the new word. As I look over the list of terms, it occurs to me they are all somewhat abstract concepts. They all mean something and yet their meanings all together point beyond themselves. In other words, they are describing something larger. Even this word bringing coherence to them all, grace, points beyond itself. They are all nice words, even powerful words with strong meanings, and yet they remain abstractions until we read this. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amazing grace can only come from one place. Amazing love. As our fight song has it, He left his father's throne above, so free, so infinite his grace, emptied himself of all but love, and bled for Adam's helpless race. The word is love. Though we have hardly seen it to date, we will begin to see it everywhere in Romans. Paul refers to the gospel as the power of God precisely because the gospel is the love of God. It's why I maintain that rather than the conventional nomenclature of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it should read the gospel is Jesus Christ, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Love is the question and the answer. It is the rule and the reason. The love of God in Jesus Christ is not only the grace that saves us, but it is the very life of God in us that makes us agents of salvation for others. The Apostle John will later capture the logic of love in these words. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. 1 John three sixteen. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Grace is an idea. Love can only be a person. Indeed, grace is the big idea of God. But love is his nature and his name. Yes, amazing love. How can it be that thou, my God, wouldst die for me? But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners. Christ died for us. The Prayer Our Father in Heaven, thank you for sending your Son to this earth to die for us, even for me. I understand this to the point where I can accept it in my understanding, and yet I hardly grasp it. I want to break free into a new level, not of grasping for you, but of being grasped by you. Something tells me this will come down to my own willingness to receive and be loved. Something in me doesn't want it to be about love, but about power, justice, or sovereignty, or something that feels more weighty to me. Forgive me for this. I think it begins by being honest, so that is my honesty today. I believe my knowledge about you keeps me at a safe distance. I'm ready to trade this in for the real knowing and being known by you. I'm ready to personally receive the demonstration of love. Who is Jesus? Praying in his name. Amen. The question Do you want it to be about something other than love? Why? Does love feel soft and flimsy to you, or has it come into the category of the eternal weight of glory, of ultimate durability? and final substance. Well, for our hymn today, I say we're going to learn verse 3, but it's Tuesday, which means we're on verse 2 of the five verses that we're going to take all week to learn. But we're going to sing verse 1 and verse 2 today of And Can It Be. It's hymn number 569. In our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Okay, so I think you're getting the hang of this. So I'm listening for you out there. We're going to go for it today. And can
1: it be that I should gain An interest in the Savior's blood? Died he for me who caused his pain? For me, who him to death pursued? Amazing love, how can it be That thou, my God, shouldst die for me? Amazing love, how can it be That thou, my God, shouldst die for me. Tis mystery all the mortal dies, Who can explore his strange design. In vain the firstborn seraph tries, To sound the depths of love divine. Tis mercy all, let earth adore. Let angel minds inquire no more. Tis mercy all, let earth adore let angel minds inquire no more you know that second
0: verse has always been a little bit of a mystery and certainly it's what it talks about his mystery all but i don't i don't get the reference maybe somebody out there can write me today and explain it to me the in vain the first born seraph tries to sound the depths of love divine. Help me with that. You know, these hymn writers from centuries past, I mean, they have forgotten more about Scripture than we'll ever know. They lived so deeply in its imagery and its metaphor that they... They wrote songs out of it. Um, Charles Wesley was, I mean, Master Yoda, okay? True Jedi Master, Poet Laureate of Great Awakening. That's what we'll call him today. Anyway, guys, this is a great hymn. And I'm training you, you didn't know this, but every year at our New Room conference, we close out the conference now singing this song together. And I mean, you just gotta be there. It's so profound. But uh I'm this is this is choir practice that we're doing here, so we'll be ready for the day. All right, that's a wrap, guys. And and please know, when I use the term guys, I mean that inclusively, like men, women, you know, children, even babies in arms. It's all of y'all. It's time to hit the fields. I want you to get your seeds. That is the love of God. I want you to go out sowing today. I'll be looking for you out there. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.
1: We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash call.